Hello, head schoolers. The wind is threatening to blow the windows in as I sit. The kids are in bed and I'm really weary. Tired, I'm just not sure what to write. The fingers are hovering over keys, but not committing to any future movement. As they hover over the wind towel, a request is sung in my ear. Dad, can you tuck me in? The request from my seven-year-old son, Quinn. A boy who up until a year ago wanted nothing but the comfort of his mum's embrace. Still a sucker for a mum cuddle though. In his world, mum was everything. Dad barely cracked the top ten. Then something shifted and I became his world. Poor mum publicly booted on every occasion. Can dad take me? Can dad read to me? Is dad coming? The flattery's magic. I get it. My dad is my idol, and I still cherish the moments we get to spend together. And I cherish wholeheartedly the little moments from my youth. He is looking to me like I look to my father. The inquiry that is most alive for me is not about a boy-to-man relationship. Family structures are so nuanced today, and I have seen many different outcomes. The inquiry that is most alive for me is about seizing the moments. When my kids would ask for my time, I used to find myself saying no by default. No to play opportunities, no to playful invitations. In my head, I would lord out a platitude of excuses. I'm tired, I'm busy. I'm just not interested in that particular activity. Whatever the excuse, it was met with a defeated glint in their eyes. This is not just for playing with my kids. I would also default to no with requests from mates and family. Upon reflection, there are a few items at play here. Loose boundaries, doing too much, and the too hard basket. Loose boundaries. I set up poor energetic boundaries. Work bled into home life. Work bled into rest. The squeakiest wheel overtook my priorities. We all need time to ourselves. To recharge, for introspection, for rest. Since reinforcing these boundaries by getting up early to have time for myself, building a better home to work to home transition strategy, and prioritising recovery, I have felt more energetic, doing too much. Saying yes to everything is saying no to the most important things. I revisited my values, you can check out what do you stand for here, and build my day around what means the most in my life. This simple practice is something that I keep coming back to. The too hard basket. This is just laziness on my part. Ensuring that my energy is good, my priorities are right, has helped me reevaluate this. Seizing the moments. The blessing of COVID has been more family time. I now catch myself when the requests come through. Dad, can you come play drums with me? Dad, can you come and play superheroes with me? I hear the old story move through me and then I move toward his request. Even if I can only give five minutes, I give that time with all of my being. The same goes for my daughter. As they grow older, the request will be less and less. So I want to make sure that I grab with both hands all of the moments I can. If we take the offer, we are gifted. Gifted with an eternal moment carried in our hearts. This poem is a tribute to that gift. A glimpse of eternity. When glimpses glint in the eyes of the revered, the wind takes hold of the fresh-eyed sails. Half smiles and twisted feet hold swaying bodies, nervous with anticipation. It doesn't take much to lend an ear to a soul that cranes its neck upward. A gentle touch, 
a nourishing word, plants deeply in the soil of being, taking hold for life. To you, it is but a second of your time. To them, it is an eternity of joy, a springboard, a lantern that lights the view just enough for them to take a look and like what they see. So thank you for the reflection in your eyes of an ask, a want, a hope you have given eternity. We are always a work in progress, fallible, flawed, but it is the ability to recognize these makeshifts that is delightfully human. The biggest gift we can give to those who crane their eyes to look at us is our attention and deep presence. It is an eternal gift. Till next week, Steve. The same applies to us. Crossing the tear shock due to perturbation is not always a good thing though. Death by a thousand cuts can lead to negative eruptions, lost tempers, violent eruptions, mental snaps. Pressure is neutral. How we hold our stead or dissipate our energy are two areas we must continue to work on. With the right crucible, we will be forever different. A spontaneous eruption of the never before. This is my poetic salute to perturbation and tear shock crossing. Spontaneous eruption. Oh, what magic births from souls holding court with love, where depths of whispers are weaved into song, spoken alive with listening. Like water traversing the contours of land, we spontaneously erupt from never before. The magic of maybe dancing at the edges, knocking on new world doorways as adjacent possibilities are dreamt into existence. I die in those moments of presence. Katana-cut narratives fall away in reverent pieces as the sacred beingness is witnessed. Singing hearts tracked to dream connection. There is no separation, only love, divine love, that swallows you in the deepest embrace. Gifted, I sit back with a smile on my face. Oh, the places we will go with love in our hearts. Till next week, Steve.